Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybatemadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. It's an honor and delight to be here with Rabbi Nathaniel Helfgott, who is Rabbi of Congregation Nativo Shalom in Teaneck, New Jersey, and Chair of the Department of Torah Shabal Peh at the SAR High School in New York City. He also serves as part of the adjunct faculty at YCT Rabbinical School and has authored and edited a number of volumes in English and in Hebrew. On a personal, night, personal note, Rav Nadi has been a, a personal teacher of mine uh, for, for, for many, many years. So it's a delight to learn some more Torah from you. Thank you for taking time. Thank you, uh, Rav Shmuley, for, for having me. Also, it's a personal delight, and uh, we all are uh, always amazed at the amount of work and writing that Rav Shmuley does, uh, but especially the, uh, the, the real caring for other human beings and, and deep, uh, deep, deep sincerity uh, for social justice that emerges from all of Rav Shmuley's work is, uh, is, is really, both on a personal level and on a communal level, what he does uh, is, uh, is very impressive and always uh, admirable and your real role model. That's very kind. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And to hear that from you means, means a lot to me. So to start thinking about Shavuot coming up, um, what are some of the universalistic um, and particularistic themes that you think emerge from the Matan Torah experience? Or is this just one of, one of, the, you know, one of the two? Right. So on one level, you know, Shavuot is a very particularistic holiday. It's the holiday when God gave the Torah. Uh, uh, we, we have the image in the synagogue. Unfortunately, we're not in the synagogues, but the image of the chuppah, the image of the bridal canopy, where uh, uh, it, the custom in, mon- in many synagogues is that there's a bridal canopy on Shavuot. And we come into relationship with God and in intimacy uh, that God took us out of Egypt and he took us to be his uh, special people. So on the one level, it's obviously a very particularistic holiday. Uh, it's a holiday of Am Yisrael Matan Torah. On the other hand, to me, it's always striking that the holiday is, I'm sorry, that the giving of the Torah is ensconced in a narrative on two levels. Number one, the Bible tells us about Yitro, about Jethro, the high priest of Midian, who comes before Matan Torah, before the giving of the Torah. And the Bible spends a good amount of time telling us about how he gives advice to Moses and he gives ideas and we adopt those ideas. And we ask, later on in the Bible, we ask Yitro to come and join us. Now he doesn't necessarily convert, but he becomes a fellow traveler in terms of um, a God mindset and a, a world um, that we want to transform. So that's one very universal piece. In fact, um, if, I, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the Ibn Ezra, in one of the, at the comment at the beginning of the, of the, of the Parshat HaShavua of Yitro, where, where 
the giving of the Torah occurs, points out that the Bible puts that story there, even if it's out of order, to contrast the previous story of Amalek, the previous story of confronting anti-Semitism, if you want. You know, there are some Jews who, everything is about anti-Semitism, everything. But the world is not just Amalek. The world is also Yitro, who wants to see the Jewish people succeed and wants to help and wants to be helped. And there's a mutual relationship between the world. So that's number one. Number two, the fact that the giving of the Torah is framed as a covenant between God and the Jewish people, but the purpose of the covenant, the Bible says is, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And what does it mean, a kingdom of priests? I mean, what does that mean? Everyone's going to walk around with a little incense altar? I mean, what is a kingdom of priests? So there's a strand in the tradition, uh, very much uh, the Sfarno and others, who emphasize that the purpose of God entering into a relationship with the Jewish people is not only for the Jewish people. It's ultimately to have an impact on the world, directly and indirectly throughout history, that the message of God, the ethical monotheism, the morality, the holiness, the idea that we can transform the world and make it a better place, that we can uplift people, all those things are we are supposed to live it out as a nation and hopefully impact in a long and winding road on the whole world. So there's a, it's very particularistic, but there's also a universal element, which I think is very, very significant when we think about Shavuot. Beautiful, beautiful. And the opportunity to embrace both of those, the, the particularistic dimension of our relationship to a Kaddish Baruch Hu and to Torah Yisrael, Am Yisrael, uh, Eretz Yisrael, but also this sense that we are a part of the world um, and have responsibility and, and impacted world. by the world. And we impact the world and we're impacted by and it. And we're impacted. It's yeah, great. It's not only what's kosher for us to take, but what can we give? Right. Uh, and, and, uh, and we are impacted and, and have an impact. And so I wonder, like, what, what does, um, how do you think about this, this, um, this interweaving of particularism and universalism as we, as we approach Matan Torah this year? I mean, 21st century American Jews is it, the same, is it the same thing we were looking at over 3,000 years ago? I mean, how do you understand this today? Right. I mean, I, you know, again, I live very much in the Orthodox community, which sometimes, you know, puts the thumb on the scale a little bit too much on the particularistic, understandably, because it has so many needs and so many want and so, ma so much, um, you know, financial and other needs uh, in terms of education and, and, and religious but sometimes it's to the total uh, lack of recognition that, first of all, this is part of our ultimate goal. You know, the ultimate goal of Judaism is not to have more pizza stores, kosher pizza stores, and have more sushi, <laughs> have, you know, more synagogues. The from Tinek, where you've got 200 options. <laughs> right. It's not just about that. Um, it's about... Can we transform the world, as Maimonides talks about, to fill the world with knowledge of God and to fill the world with reverence for God, which expresses itself in the kind of society, as God tells us through the prophets all the time. What kind of society do we create? If it's a society that knows God, then it's a society where there's social justice, where there's a lot more equality. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a socialist utopia, but it it's a world in which 
um, you know, there's a lot more that we think about. And so, again, without going into specific policies, but the idea that we, excuse me, I just have to put the cord in the computer. Uh, the idea that we um, have, we care about what's going on in the world around us, the public schools, um, the prisons, the everything, that we want it to be a more perfect and just world is something that should be embedded in our DNA. Now, it may not be that we can always spend as much time as we want, but as a value, we have to keep it. And number two, when it's necessary, we can weigh in and contribute from the wisdom of Torah and from the vision of Torah and from the message of Torah on society in general. Beautiful, beautiful. Just, so just the last question for you today, Rav Natty. So Shavuot in 2020, not about your particular plans or your shul plans, but on a philosophical level, what does it mean to have Shavuot in isolation? Meaning, Har Sinai, it's a collectivist enterprise where mom is standing there together, hand in hand, if you will, you know, receiving a, 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 you know, the Torah. I mean, I mean, there is, Rav Soloveitchik taught such a beautiful Torah, of existentialist Torah, the self, the, right. you know, standing alone. But we're a collectivist enterprise. We're, we're a nation. You know, so how do we understand approaching Shavuot this year? Right. So I think, first of all, we're going to be missing an element. And that's, you know, I think we have to own up to that and recognize that. And uh, that piece, uh, we, there's a loss and there's a grieving for that loss of coming uh, together. Um, at the same time, it's interesting, the Aserta Dibrot, the 10 statements were given uh, in the singular as well. Lo yelecha, Elohim achirim al panai. Lo tirzach, it's, it's not only given in the plural, it's given in the individual. And, you know, this year is a year maybe of, you know, of avoda, of working on, our own unit, ourselves and our family, um, to strengthen that, strengthen those bonds, strengthen that connection to Torah, find ways to make it meaningful. And then hopefully as we emerge from that, we'll emerge stronger as, as selves to come together again. But there's no doubt there's an element that's gonna be missing this year. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, there's, a, there's a loss. There's yeah. no doubt that there's yeah. a loss. And that's part of the, uh, you know, part of the many losses here that we're all experiencing. Yep, beautiful. Thank you so much for this and uh, wishing you a good Shabbos and a, and a Chag Sameach and continued Hatzlacha and Bracha. And